G'day and welcome to Bums on the Bench. My name is Jacko. This afternoon, I'm joined by Andy and Joshy. How are you, gentlemen? I'm good. Yeah, I'm not bad, eh? That's what's going on. I'm I, so tired. I lost my bet because I thought by this time you'd be like, hello, welcome to Formula Bums. Haven't made the mistake yet. I'm still waiting for it, though. Oh, it will happen. I think once we get mid, mid-year mid for both and we're like episode 30 on each and I'm just like, oh, man, which one is it this week? <laughs> which one? It's going to be funny. No, look. Having the intro so simple is just like a normal greeting has made my life very, very convenient when it comes to doing podcasts. This is the second week in the row there wasn't much sport on. Yeah, I mean, it's really starting to slow down. We'll be good as of next literally week. Literally next week we got the NRL, so we can literally talk NRL previews of what we think teams will do this year and stuff. It's going to be fantastic next week, so let's do a quick run around the room. What did everyone watch this week? Uh, basketball. <laughs> you watched basketball? I did. As much as I've said I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, well, you love to be hurt. Yes. <laughs> I'm a masochist in a way. You can tell his team's bloody one because he's kitted out in the gear again. Oh, and many won't stop talking about what it. What hat do you got on? This? It's a Bulls hat. It is. And a Bulls jersey. A Scotty Pippen jersey. We're currently drinking out I'm of only two wearing... Bulls cups, mind you. you did Jack chose those. I didn't choose those. They're big cups. They are huge They're cups. Big cups. I really don't have my it. Bulls shorts or socks he on. He's nearly in the full kit. You can tell when his team wins because he'll be in full sports kit. Like a full How outfit. How often have you seen him in this kit? Uh, he ah. sees me in the Roosters kit a lot more than he sees me in this Roosters kit. Roosters and Max Verstappen kit. Uh, regular. Regular features. Max Verstappen shirt <laughs> underneath oh, the basketball jersey. Look, we're not even doing the Formula Bombs and we're still referencing it today. It's Well, look, I watched some of the F1 testing. It's the first time they've broadcast it. And I can see why they've never broadcast it before. It's not that interesting, is it? It's two four-hour sessions and nothing happens. Uh, what do you mean? First five minutes in, there was a red flag from Aston, but we're not talking about that today. No, it's shit. I don't we'll even talk, talk about, about that Monday. I don't even want to talk about it on the show. It sucked. And then I also watched a little bit of the AFL preseason, and I mean a bit. However, I did watch like three games with my brother yesterday of the UK Super League. It's fantastic. First of all, you get to watch all the people we watched growing up play football in England because they're all there. Sam Cassiato. Heaps of the other ones who I've forgotten. <laughs> uh, Brody Croft was there. Josh Maguire was there. Matt Dufty was there. He scored. I hate Matt Dufty. I was devastated. He's your best. He's your favorite player. Uh, Josh Kerr. Well, you'll be joined by Jarrah Warrior Hargraves and Daniel Tupo yep. next year. Paul Vaughan. So, was it where all Pierce. the washed up NRLs players go after they want that lucrative contract? Well, no. Okay, so five years ago, absolutely. Yeah. Five years ago, the Super League was a second-rate league of football. It's really good. It is not the same as the NRL. It's slower, I find. A little bit, but not as much anymore. The ruck speed is slower, yes, because the referees aren't as black and white. So there was a dude who got hit with a shoulder charge in the head, and the referee came over and said, look, he was falling over, so don't do it again. And that, that was it. That's what we need in the NRL. Yeah, it was fantastic. The, the refereeing was awesome. I think I watched Leeds Rhinos play Warrington Wolves and it was a very so exciting yellow be yellow no the leads were wearing like a bluey gray wavy okay. almost like oil on water pattern and then I watched oh you need to google this right now and have a look at this jersey google the Lee Leopards I think I know where this is going you need to show Josh because at what day didn't used to be the Lee Leopards they're a new team 
They used to be the Lee Centurion. Yeah, I back say. in the day. They've not been in the league for years. No. A crazy billionaire from Lee has bought them and made them the Lee Leopards. He designed the jersey himself. Yes, that's the one. Look how bad it is. That's what they play in. No. It is a Photoshopped snow leopard head on a white shirt. That's it. That's with, a- with the sponsor over the nose. Yes. It, that's disgusting. It is. Funny. It was their first game back in the Super League. They had their cheerleaders in full leopard cat suits. The, the billionaire was there in a full leopard print suit. They had a band playing throughout the game. It was very over the top, and it was so much fun. They ended up losing, but it was an awesome, awesome game. The footy in UK is good. I remember you showing me a video for some UK footy once. Back in the day, uh, yeah, the Cast Tigers famous. The Cast Tiger, man. That guy was a legend. I hope he's still calling games. No, the, I don't think he is, but they've interviewed him recently like they do with a lot of like British pundits where they're like, so, you know, let's talk about the, the game, which is essentially the one I've shown you where that dude gets head hired and he starts going berserk in the commentary box. Yeah. Send him off. <laughs> send him off, get him walking, best team in the world, just like going berserk in the commentary box. So I watched them as well. Super League's fantastic. Watch it while for this week and then the NRL's back and then don't worry about it again. Yeah, because better footy's back. Look, we're be- we are better. Except our referees by the sound of it. Because Shocking. Our referees in that situation would have been an oh, answer head high, even though common sense dictates he was falling. Yeah, and it was like, me and Luke watching, we're like, oh, we're getting the red card. Like, we are seeing this man get walked. The referee comes over and is like, look, he was falling over, mate. So, like, what are you supposed to do? But, like, please be careful. That was it. <laughs> it was fantastic. So, give the Super League a bit of a watch. I enjoyed it. It sounds like I'd enjoy the refereeing. Yeah, it sounds it. like it's a pretty fun time to watch. It's good. Uh, like I mean, I had like eight beers with my brother, so we could have watched anything and it would have been good. Yeah, it sounds like you too. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first time his daughter watched the footy with us too. She's like, her eyes work now. She's not blind. She's a baby. So, she can see. <laughs> 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 and to point that out, every, people yep. messaging me like, what's wrong with your brother's daughter's eyes? I'll be like, oh, she's like seven weeks old. But that was that's pretty much all I watched and AFL preseason. I watched Bulls basketball today because they were back for the first time since the All Star break. I watched the All Star game. Watched a bit of the XFL. How'd it go? That was pretty good. What is the XFL? So the XFL, two thousand. I need to take you back to two thousand and two thousand. Where I was in kindy. A very very famous millionaire at the time who turned into a billionaire. And then a sex fiend, Vince McMahon. I was going to guess Donald Trump, but okay. <laughs> I mean, he was already a sex fiend if we really want to get into it. I mean, yes, but then like he hadn't been charged whole, yet. Oh, no, I was going to say the whole Stephanie McMahon storyline. That was, this is prior to that. This is prior to that. This he is got worse. He, dude, Damn. I will tell you off, off air if you are not aware of the news that happened last year. I think I might be, but you, you might want to tell me. I'll tell you after yeah, the story yeah. of the XFL. So 2000, Vince McMahon is approached by the NBC, I want to say, to create a rival football league to rival the NFL because people are sick of the NFL. So Vince funds it with them. He fills it with wrestling commentators. All his WWE superstars are there. They're trying to really promote the shit out of this thing. Superstars are wearing the jerseys to the ring and it flops in a year. How many teams signed to the original? the, The original, I think it was like nine or ten. That's not a lot. It's not a lot, but it majorly flopped after week one. Ratings were super down. People were they were hung over from the Super Bowl. They wanted to watch some footy. It sucked, and they were just like, we'll just wait. Did 
they like get headhunt decent players so from what the they NFL did, across? No. What they did was they signed the scraps from CFL and stuff. So, you know, bottom tier barrel. They got some mega stars that were well past their prime. Is probably the best way to look at it. Okay. So, nothing hears about it after the successful failure. 2018, Vince restarts it with his new company, Alpha Sports Media. Now, was 2018 when Vince got fired from WWE no, as well? Literally last year. Right. Okay. That's the story I was going to tell Josh about. Okay. So, 2018, 2018 <laughs> he tries to restart it and it comes back in 2020 which was a perfect year to start something. <laughs> three <laughs> weeks into the season, COVID uh, hits. a little COVID thing hits and uh, it gets shut down and goes bankrupt. So that's oh, two for two. Two for two. It's really is just knowing when to do the timings for these, hey. So anyway, a person by the name of The Rock, The Dwayne Johnson. Rock, The Dwayne Johnson. Yep, Rock, yep, The yep. Dwayne Johnson comes along with a consortium and buys the league. How much for I don't remember, but if he paid more than five bucks for it, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> and he ca- it came back last weekend, and you know what? It's eight teams. Semi-decent football. Like, they're still not superstars. So, like, is it the same as the there NFL? There are some sep- different rules. Yeah. A little different. Well, what's different between it? Because, like, I, I truly know nothing about this. Let's... Where is it? Rule changes. Kickoffs are an active event. The spoiler kickoff starts at the 30-yard line, same as the NFL. However, members of the kicking team, excluding the kicker, line up on the receiving team's 35-yard line. <laughs> Blockers on the receiving team must line up on their 30-yard line. Only the kicker and the returner can move until the ball is either caught or three seconds after it's hit the ground. Right, so it's a set Fuck. field. It's So you've got a line of defenders, a line of attackers. You kick the ball over the thing, they catch it, and then it's game on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the sort of shit what, we're looking what at. What if it goes right between them? Do they? Is it just like a giant so, no, scrimmage right in no, the middle? No, because they got to wait for three. That's what I'm saying. Seconds. Like they got to stand there watching it for three seconds with their hand up their. And ass. then it's dodgeball. And dodgeball then yeah, you're going straight. Oh Jesus Christ! It's gonna be a bloodbath. That, yeah, I was gonna say that's heaps dangerous, and I like it. <laughs> it's very dangerous. How padded are these guys? Same as NFL. Okay. Oh, that sounds alright, eh? And there is a lot. You can attempt two forward passes on the same play as long as the ball never crosses the line of scrimmage. Yep. That's another rule. Overtime is decided by a three-round shootout of two-point conversions or similar to a penalty shootout in soccer. So you just run two-point plays and hope to score in a penalty scenario. Yeah, this is the sort of shit that they're coming up with. And it's, you know, it's not the best, but it'll... I think now it's going to actually do well. Do you, like, are you, no, you go. I, go. I don't have a lot for I'm this. I'm going to give them like points for being different, but I don't know if it's good different. NFL's not bad. It's just too long. It's three hours of your time. Yeah. If you, wa- you want to break it down, even though you play for an hour, because it's 15-minute quarters, Yep. takes up to three hours to play because you've got a long ass. You've got 10 minutes at halftime, plus every stoppage of play stops the clock unless it's a made play. I.e. Yeah. you run the ball the clock, and you don't go out of bounds. It means the clock continues. So it takes a while. Yeah, it's a long watch. And then, as with everything in the US, anytime there's a second of space in the air, it's an ad break too, so that adds on time. It's a 30-second ad break. It's up to a minute ad break. Yep. And the play waits for that, doesn't it? No. No? So they, they time it up so that during the timeout, they'll come back with like as the play is about to 
come back. So it's just long timeouts as well. Like, are, are there any Aussie sports apart from basketball which uses the US rule set pretty much that has timeouts? Not that I can think of. No, it's like a unique American thing in sports where coaches can just stop the game for a set amount of time. You only get three per half, though. Yeah, in it's, NFL, it's, which is still a lot. It's still a lot considering like our games of footy are eighty minutes of play. And the only stoppage you get is when the referee decides, ah, time to pack a scrum, or there's been a penalty. There's been a penalty. Oh, there's been a fault. Head, head high. Some sort of in, in injury. But even then, I haven't like, been on camera for thirty seconds. <laughs> I need to get my thirty <laughs> seconds of fame. But even then, they'll let it run five, ten seconds, regardless before they stop the clock. Yeah, but they usually set it back, don't they? They, they sometimes also sometimes set it back, but it's still like it is vastly reduced. And what half times ten minutes or ten, twenty? Ten minutes, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's enough time to get to the bar, get lined up, and then usually kick off happen once you got your beer. Yeah, so it's it's a lot quicker, and also it's a longer game of footy. It's eighty minutes. It's the forty minutes straight too, if you think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two unbroken blocks of forty minutes. They rarely stop. AFL's roughly similar as well. It's, it's like a long sport. Minute. 30-minute quarters, isn't it, roughly? I want to say 25s. I want to say 30 because the sample, which is the under in South Australia, run 30. 30? Then it will probably be 30 for the big boys. And the only reason I'm saying 25 is in the preseason game I watched yesterday, my brother's a Demon supporter. I'm a Bombers supporter. So we normally watch the Have I ever the told Demons. you your brother's an idiot? He is an idiot, but they've won more recently than the Bombers have. Yeah, but you're both watching AFL, so you're both idiots. I like AFL. I played a couple of seasons when I was a kid. I was terrible at it, but it's a good sport. However, they were doing what they called a match simulation where they ran eight 25-minute quarters. Why? That's way too long. It was very long. We didn't watch the whole thing. I don't blame you. I wouldn't um, watch the players played the whole thing. Well, that's where I think this comes in, right? So NRL preseason just happened, and it was a fully broadcast event. Yes. You had like multi-cameras, full production crews. Fox was everywhere. These ones, on the other hand, far less produced. It was a one camera in the side middle of the field that would just swing and follow the play. Yeah. So very hard to watch considering standard broadcast quality. It was just two random commentators who I think they just found it <laughs> at the ground. Maybe you should sign up for it. No. I'd say you make a pretty good commentator for like the games that really don't matter. <laughs> yeah, for the ones <laughs> that aren't important, I would. Like you'd go on your little spiels about it, it'd be really entertaining. Next thing you know, at least five out of the eight little bits that they've got going on would be over. Yep. Um it was okay, I guess. I like AFL when it's on. I watch a grand final every year and then I'll watch my team play a few games, so I normally just see my team get beat every week. And then just like NRL. Yeah. <laughs> The Dragons are not looking good this year. I mean, we've had a little bit of incidents with them. So, I guess we should pull the band-aid off and talk about it. Well, why don't you finish your talk about AFL before you pull the band-aid off? Oh, that's it. I watched a bit of it. The match <laughs> simulation is eight 25-minute quarters. It's a very relaxed game of footy. Every time there's a goal or a behind score, everyone just kind of like walks around talking to each other as they wander back to the middle of the field. Like, you can tell they're taking their time and just practicing plays and like skills. So it's unique. Not every match of the pre-season is a match simulation. They had some other just like normal games. Yeah. But the one we happened to watch was the match simulation and we were like, you know, we'll check back in a couple of weeks when this starts. <laughs> but I do want to talk about the Dragons. So do we want to start on a, like, a kind of positive note or do we just want to go straight into negativity? We'll start on the positive note. 
Because so it's, we, it's the only one you're going to have we, this year. We've got a new signee. Don't really know much about him. He hasn't played too often. Paul Turner? Yeah, yeah. He came from uh, Gold Coast. Oh, we actually got a signee. Yeah. I yeah, thought you yeah. were going to say the good news is we're getting points first week because we have a bye. I mean, that's just... That's I forgot you guys had the bye week one. <laughs> yeah, we go back in reversing Titans week two, so at least it's an easier start for us. That is an easy start for you guys. We should be okay. I mean, after everything that's currently happening and losing another player possibly. Nah, oh, no, that's guaranteed loss. So... He'll be stood down. Let's, from memory, here's what we're working with. Taylor Talmone allegedly tried to hit a tradie with a hammer. So yes. he's not playing. So that's our number six gone. Yep. Hence why we have the new playmaker. Yep. Jack Bird's injured. Only for a couple of weeks. Yep. So we should have him by like round three. But he's out. Yep. Sullivan got done driving without a license. Yes. So yep. is he officially stood down now? No. No. He is not because it's not classed as a serious enough event uh, offense. Oh, so he can play then? Yes. He must certainly can. Oh, that's all right then. Um, Ravalawa and <laughs> Musgrove. Ma- Zane Musgrove. One of your new signings, by the way. Yes. I don't, what are they even going to do an argument about? They don't know. They can't remember. They were too drunk. <sighs> Got into a verbal disagreement loudly in a hotel at 6 a.m. after coming back from a night on the beers in Mudgee. Out of Mudgee, yep. yep. I just, actually, can we just pause there? I want to ask you your two opinions on that oh. because we fact genuinely, yeah, yeah. not being a dick here, I was having a, I was having a conversation. I'm not ready for this. I was actually having a conversation with my boss, and he chops and chains between Newcastle and the Dragons. Idiot. He's that's, worse that's than us. Two yeah. terrible choices right there. I know. I give him shit all the time about it. Anyway, he was telling me, and we were talking about it. He said if he was in his Dragons mode, he'd be very ashamed that their excuse, A, was they were too drunk to remember, but also after the loss that you guys had at Mudgee, that they were out on the beers till 6 a.m. What are you, your guys' genuine opinions about them? Being on the beers till 6 a.m. after a, a pretty bad loss. So, I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate here. Okay. Did read an article report that was talking about this that said because these guys had not have another like game for a while, a few weeks, they were allowed to go have these Okay. Beers. Now, mind you, I don't appreciate that they were probably out so late getting on it, but... No, you do as you do. Yeah. I think their situation that was very much accentuated by their excessive alcohol use. I yes. think, you know, maybe because they don't drink as much, it does hit them quite harder. And they're a little bit privy to that. But I think in this situation, only maybe a verbal warning because no altercation. It, sure, it was a shouting match, but it, I don't think it transgressed into anything that would be quite serious. I can't say I'm too upset at either of them. Okay. I don't mind that because my thoughts or the way I've looked at every incident, including this one, right? This is just another one on the tally that we've had this year already. Hasn't even started yet. I know. Part. I know it hasn't started, but, you know, it's like incident six or seven that the Dragons have ended up in the headlines for inappropriate behavior, vastly different to, you know, what Amon's done. But it just screams to me that whatever leadership group is in charge of the Dragons at the moment, has absolutely no control or direction on what they want to do with these players. Well, there's they actually covered this as well. And they were saying how, you know, there's it's the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Yes. There's a lot of riding in this because Wynn has put quite a lot of money into it. There's the $40 million training center they're doing out at UOW. And I think because of that, they were saying that the rotating roster of the head of Dragons... 
is it's every year it's been changing. We had uh, what's his name had to leave McGregor. Uh, no, Craig Young. I think yeah. It was. Oh yeah. Yeah. After doing the Finchy letter, little letter, yeah, on stationary with the dragons on it. Yeah, uh, and just vouching for his character and like you know doing it for your mate, but not as the head of dragons, man. And you know that obviously would have to make him step down. Now we've got I don't know what the new fellow's name is, but it's just another string in a rotating roster of high-level changes that are not giving stability to the Dragons that I think is causing disruptions down the chain. I, I sort of agree as well, but the other question I want to put to you both is how does this reflect on Hook? Not well. Not like not well at all. I, I want him gone as quickly as possible. Yes, I know he's not directly related to all of this, but the coach is the coach. You are a representation of your whole team. I know that the board has been having arguments. There has been a split between some of the members of like the ownership of the Dragons where St. George tabled removing Illawarra from the name and going back to a Sydney-only club. I don't think there was a huge amount in that. But every, every level you look at this club at the moment, there are significant operational things going wrong and it is flowing downhill to the players having no structure or no higher authority that they're like working towards like at all hook kind of has to go one because he's not that good of a coach hands down even without these things going on we're still not a we're still not a premiership winning team like that wasn't an option it's like he's set in his ways of previous winning formulas 20 years ago yeah to nrl like you know just big ruck go straight through the middle and blast through and try and just get those big fellas to go over everyone but it's it's an evolved game now I don't think they you can have that advantage with the big fellas who get puffed so easy because the young uns are just going to run circles around them. And when you look at the best forwards we have in the game, they are all very similar. So you've got Yo and Murray. You've got Taumalolo on his day and um, one, the Fafita dude on his day. Mm-hmm. You've got Victor Radley. These are all ball-playing forwards who don't hit the ruck spin and do an offload like our premier forward player is, which is Aaron Woods, right? You said his name wrong. Sharon Woods. Whatever his name is. <laughs> but he, he will hit the hit the line of defense, spin in the tackle and go for an offload. Lomax also goes for an offload. We are playing a game of footy from 10 years ago. Like Sh- Sharon invented that. Like that was what his biggest thing in the game was, was having the ability to push into a defensive line, spin and offload and keep that tackle moving forward, breaking the line in that way. Now all the best people in the game play completely differently. We have no one of that ca- caliber and... All of Hook's signings seem to have no intent on bringing one of those players in. No. We have Ben Hunt, who is not the best halfback in the game, but a very competent captain halfback, and he's never once had an, a, a forward pack that can give him the space to do what he does or had the supports next to him and around him to play properly. He's never once had a dedicated 5'8 who's played the position, had Corey Norman for years, who decided he was the hero of the team, and just mistake after mistake or just hero play after hero play. So he's never had a dedicated 5'8". And watching in the Charity Shield, you saw some signs of individual brilliance, which is wrong because Lomax was like, oh, I'm going to turn this game on this head and run up here unsupported. Or you saw one of the forwards go, I'm going to cut sideways through this line unsupported. Everyone was playing an individual style of footy. And that for me is a reflection of hook. Where he's like, you know, it just takes like one big play, like just hit the line, spin and throw it and like keep going. 
we've got nothing. There's no way we're not picking up the wooden spoon this year. And if we don't, we deserve it for what we've done. Which is why I think I'm going to go for the Sharks. I'm not. Don't look at me like that. Please don't. No. Don't look at me like that. Out of every team you could have picked from the Sydney region, you just had to go for the Sharks. There's no good Sydney team to support. I'm this sorry, is what? local derby rivals, and you're like, yeah, I'll just go for them instead. I'm, I'm, no, no, can we just go back? There's no good Sydney teams to support. No, I'm no, he's s- right here. You, you, it's okay. I'm Andy. sorry, there's a team literally named after Sydney. What, South Sydney Rabbits? Turn that off for a second. That's not <laughs> yeah. how you mute it, dickhead. That one. I'm just, I'm just going to mute it. Shut up, we're talking. <laughs> it's either Manly. No. no. Not going for them. Nope. It's either the Roosters, nope. the best team in the league. Yeah, but I don't want to be your friend about this. <laughs> I don't want. <laughs> I'll to call Luke. Andy, I don't want to talking. Here. I'll call Luke. I don't want to be like you, man. Why not? You had hair you before don't you supported be the Roosters. <laughs> that's that's me. No, this is the Bulls doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, mainly not an option. Souths. I've got teeth, so I'm not going for the Souths. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? What about the doggies, bro? I do like the doggies. Actually, you know what? I hope the doggies do well this year. Uh, I wanted to say that's on record. So when we come back to this, like we'll just el- evaluate your opinions at the end of the season. Well, do we want to talk about our opinions for the season? Yeah. I don't have strong ones. I, I figured that, but like it's next weekend. Yeah. We're, we're all going to watch pretty much, let's say, between the three of us, we'll watch 80% of the games in total. Easily. I Easily. watched most of them last year. If not 95. Exactly. Though. We're going to watch a lot of these games. So we've got a pretty, I'll say a semi-decent understanding of where these teams are at. Yep. Not this year, though. I don't feel like I have a large enough sample size to be able to accurately place them. I Shut up, nerd. Hopings. I have opinions and I'm going to speak about them. Exactly. Just... <laughs> You know what, that's if fair. You, if you can't think of anything logical, make something funny up. Oh, that's what Jack say, I can does. Still give like my beliefs of who I, where I want them to go based off previous seasons. But you know what, Jack, I'll, I'll, I'll leave this to you first. Go ahead, buddy. Para premiers. Wrong. No. The fuck. Look. Wrong. Penrith has lost serious manpower. Yes. We saw them against St Helens. They weren't the normal like Coruscant and Kikau. Big losses. They've also lost Staines. They've lost some depth. Taylor May's out for the year with a really uh, ACL injury, right? I'm so sad. I'm but so sad that <laughs> Penrith have an injury that's taken someone out for a season. Yes. However, they're not the same Penrith as in the last few years. Could they still go on for a three-peat? Yeah, they just do bullshit like that all the time. But, Para, mostly the same team. No, the they're only, not. Only big loss, really. They've lost two. Stone. He's gone to the Dolphins. They've lost Marnie. He's gone to the Doggies. Okay, you've missed a big part of it then. Who's the other one? You've lost Isaiah Papali'i to the Tigers. Nah, he's all right. Losing him is a massive loss because your forward pack is nothing at power right now. They've still got RCG. Oh, you mean the Penrith reject? Yeah, but he's good. I'm saying... If there's a year that Parra can do it, it's this year because all their biggest competitors are weaker. This is the weakest we've ever seen Melbourne... The Roosters are looking good, but with the news that's come out about Angus Crichton, which is horrifying to hear. I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay too, but he's out of the picture. No nub-nub this year. Yep. You you know what I mean? You've lost... You guys have lost some personnel or are, or are bringing new personnel in. 
Tupo's not the same as he is, has been the last couple of That's years. That's all right. We're going to have Dominic Young next week. What are you talking about? Oh, I'm so annoyed about that too. I just think the para is in their prime position. Their spine is pretty much all together. Josh Hodgson, even though he's been out the last two years with injury, he's still a very dynamic hooker. I think he can do well. I think Para's got it. I don't know the next couple of teams. Like Roosters could are still in with a chance, obviously. Penrith's still in with a chance. Melbourne's always in with a chance because it's Melbourne. Bellamy. It's Bellamy. It's yeah. not Melbourne. It's Bellamy's there. Yeah, but you know he's been there since what late nineties, right? No, he's been there since two thousand and three. Three. That's not that far away. Like he's been there for twenty years, yeah. and they've been dominant. They've a only dominant force. The finals once in that whole time, and that was the year they got done for the salary cap. Yep. So they're still in with a chance. I just think Para has kept like there was rumors of Moses leaving. There was rumors of Gutherson getting contracts elsewhere. They've all decided to stay for one more crack. They don't seem to be too shot through after losing last year's grand final. You know, Canberra's never been the same since the Roosters belted them, <laughs> but they haven't. Like they've been horrible since then, pretty much. Can I give you a, a little hot take on that whole incident? It wasn't the six again that ruined them. It was the fact that the next year, the personnel that left were actually a major part of it. Yeah, without a doubt. Like it, was, it wasn't... It ja- was Canberra is just one man at the moment, if we really want to consider it, and that's Jack Fighton. Yep, Whiten. Yeah, Fighton. Fighton, Whiten. Yep, Fighton's Whiten. Like they've lost, now they've lost Chance Nickel Clock stack this year. And Savage is out with a broken jaw. Their replacement fullback. Thanks for telling me that. I need to get him out of my fantasy team. <laughs> no, he's out. <laughs> he's got a broken jaw. What happened? Uh, copped a nasty shot in the trial game. And oh, I thought he went to it. Civic with uh, Fighton. No, that was Mo- Mitchell. <laughs> Latrell. But he's I was saying he's another one. No, camera hasn't been the same since that six again call. You're exactly. Right. And it's not... I don't want to say it's completely on that, but mentally it took it out of White and it took it out of Klotstad. Klotstad's had to go to New Zealand to reinvigorate his career. Yep, and he'll do well there. He's like Warriors are looking slightly better than they were the last couple. They're of still years the too. best team in New Zealand. Always will be. Your power call, though, I think you're wrong. I Who, think okay. I think the premiership window closed for them uh, as soon as the whistle blew in the grand final last year. So who are you boys backing for premiers this year? You're gonna call me. You're just gonna say, "Oh, you're a jet, you're a fan," but I think the Roosters are on. I've I said j- they're in with a shout, man. I think no, I think that they're in with more than a shout. I think they're there on the grand final day this year, easily. Um, I don't know. Like you look at Broncos building a very strong foundation, and like on paper, especially just after everything, even though they've got the current controversy of TC. Yeah. Ooh, yikes! Like that might put a little bit of splintering in the club, but I don't know. I think it might be a Queenslander year this year, unfortunately. Could well be. It's all Cowboys. They're, they're looking really strong. I'd say Cowboys over Broncos at this stage. They're both there. Sharkies a aren't contest. without a shout either. They're looking pretty fearsome. And I think so they're week two elimination. I think they're a solid week to elimination this year. Fair, fair. And Rabbits uh, should be kicked out of the comp. They should be. But they'll be in the finals as well, right? Like, they're, they've kept a remarkably similar team. Yeah, but they only just scraped in last year. Yeah. Yep. The only the only thing they got going for him this year is Ilias has had a year. Which I is, like Ilias. I think he's a pretty decent player. He would back. do very good at any other club. <laughs> Most of their players would, except for Cody Walker. You stay there, son. Yeah. <laughs> um, a wooden spooner, obviously, St. George. I think there's Knights. more teams... To give you a run. No, I don't think the Knights. I think Jackson Hastings is going to turn that team around by the end of the year. 
I watched the trial game with Ponga at six, and I don't know how well he played, but I did see him get absolutely pasted five or six times. Like, they're That's clearly a, targeting him. It's a better position for him to play, then. <laughs> it's better for New South Wales. Exactly. Ponga only has two modes, Newcastle and Queensland. Anything we can do to get him off the field as soon as possible. I'm cool with it. Remember, I said putting him in six was not going to make the Knights better. I came out boldly and said but that. I even said Knights 15th. I still think the Knights are in with a shot. I genuinely do. I think Hastings is a better halfback than people are giving him credit for. I like Hastings as a halfback. He's very exciting. He, he's the sort of guy that's going to control that field a lot better and allow Ponga, if he's on the field, to pop up and do the Ponga shit, if that makes sense. No, it does. It makes perfect sense. He's good like that. Ponga, Ponga does a really good Joey Manu where he'll just pop up and shit happens. He's, yep. very, he's very notorious for that. Problem is, is he has to do it more often now because he's playing six instead of one. But I think Jackson Hastings can get that team to maybe ninth. And if they hit ninth, Newcastle shouldn't be too mad. No. And to save Adam O'Brien's coaching job for sure, this has got to oh, be his last it's year. Gotta I'm surprised be. they've been sticking with him for as long as they he's are. He's got to have dirt like, on like Newcastle. No matter lockers. what, they stuck by him. As, you know, the string of injuries they had, the falling through, requiring Ponga to try and pick up the game, but really just nights were faltering week after week after week. And they, without a doububt, was like, nah, man, this is You're staying. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you like it or not at this point, you have to coach these players. Yeah, I think I think some some press conferences he was looking for a way out last year. He was looking to get fired. Yeah, like he was not having a good time. I can't believe he's still there. Hopefully, you know, if the, if you, if the Knights do what you're saying they, they're capable of, yeah, his career's solid. They're not a finals team for me at all. No, I'm not putting not, them close. They're not, they're not in the finals, but they are, they're one of those teams that can cause an upset come around 20, 24, 20 to 25. Did you guys see Clemmer play for the Tigers recently? He looked good in the Tigers jersey. He slimmed down quite a bit. He looks good. They were playing him as like a, a playmaker forward as well in that new style. And he did okay. I think Tigers. So I'm looking at Tigers the same way you're looking at the Knights, man. I reckon they're my team that can push ninth. See, I don't think the Tigers have it. I don't think they do. I think their signings this year, they, they beefed up their forward pack with Papa Lee and John Bateman. And Clemmer. And Clemmer. They've got Staines. Yes. they bring anyone else in? Yeah, they've had quite a few scouts, actually. Did they bring... Did it, Coruscant, sorry. Coruscant's yep. there. That was the big one. And he's the captain, which yes. is even funnier. <laughs> After his uh, outburst. <laughs> but I still think the biggest problem with the Tigers is their number seven. Absolutely. I, Luke Brooks isn't an NRL great halfback. I would have fired Luke Brooks five years ago. I wouldn't have never I would never have picked him. They they literally lost when they let Moses go. Moses, Tedesco, and Woods were the big three that they all had in their club at one time. Yeah, Teddy was always leaving though. Teddy always wanted to play for the Roosters. It's true, he did. He like he, he did. literally he's said, always, growing up, he all he ever wanted to do was play for the Roosters. Yeah, and he's now captaining them, isn't he? Yeah, he's the captain. What do you? What's your take? Who's your kind of dark horse club of the year? I'm I'm worried about Manly. If I'm being really honest, I mean, Cooper looking, looked good. They're looking really strong, even without their key players in the trials matches. They were just showing high levels of fitness, and I think having a new coach coming in has given them the fresh start they need to kind of really take off this season. And I'm very worried about that because I have nothing but contempt for that team. Look, I don't like Manly. No one does except for people in Manly. However, 
I can't disagree with you, Josh. Like they made the Roosters look like fools for seventy minutes of that game. You guys scored three tries in five minutes. That was a real rough game to it watch. It was rough. Jesus. But like they swarmed you in ev- everywhere across the field, and they haven't looked like that in years. You know, Jack. I don't know about you, but that felt good. It felt. It was Roosters good. Roosters so always start slow. Good to watch though. Just seeing Manly put on a professional you know, show. You know what's really funny? This proves Josh does not listen to our show. Why? To be fair, I didn't listen to the episode either. <laughs> I, no, you listened to the part though. Yeah, no, but I just I really like talking about it. Andy added an addendum at the end. Yeah, he put in a record scratch, and he uh had a little bit of a sook about Roosters starting slow and how the preseason doesn't matter. It was quite emotional <laughs> add to the podcast at the end. It was just him in a room being like, it's okay, you boys. It doesn't even matter. Don't listen to what Jack and Josh said. They don't know anything. I know everything. Preseason doesn't matter. <laughs> and yeah, the team lost 42-24. Yeah, we, but we've never once come out in the history of this show. 24 points. That I'm blown away. <laughs> That's a win for you guys. Yeah, I'm blown away. I was like, holy shit, we scored like a decent amount of points. Who do we think is going to like hover in the cusp of the eight? Like, because that's very exciting. Last year was exciting. There was five teams who could made who could have made the eight towards the end. You had like Broncos right there. You had Canberra right there. You had a bunch that could nearly sneak in. Manly was there as well. Who do we think is going to be that final three weeks? Shaking it around. Doggies. Doggies will be in yeah, there. Doggies. So, yeah. 100%. Doggies, it'll definitely, I feel like it's definitely going to be fucking, maybe the Broncos. I don't think the Broncos are quite there yet. Where are you guys rating Dolphins? Are they going to slip into I that bracket? Nothing. I, I I truly, on paper, they're, they're an anomaly. It did come out recently with the Dolphins, allegedly that uh, Bennett, is going to axe Milford? No, that's confirmed. Oh, it's been confirmed. So Milford's not the starting seven. They're he won't be. Pi- he won't be playing six. Lindsay Katoa, something like that. Yeah, Katoa's really impressed Bennett. So Bennett's going that way next week. Yep. I think they have the lineup to be in that fighting for the eighth position. Yeah, they, they have the lineup. Whether they can play well enough together in their first year remains to be seen. I think it comes down to that that half pairing that they've got because right now we've got. What's his face? Katoa. Katoa. And who's the seven? Is it Sean O'Sullivan? Yes. The I don't <laughs> the the gutless dog from Penrith that Sticky blew up at. So I don't see that as a top eight halves pairing. The forward pack's a top eight forwards pack. Yeah, it's Melbourne's. Yeah, exactly. I see the the back line is semi decent. They got the hammer. They got Edric Lee. Who the fuck's the fullback? I can't remember. Oh no, prick from Broncos, uh, Azaka. Azaka, that's it. He'll be he's playing in the back line. Like they've got a a semi decent back line plus Azaka. Yep. So like, I just don't see the halves having the oomph to get them into the eight. But do you think Marshall King might be able to you know provide some of that expertise ball work? No, <laughs> I've got him on my fantasy team. <laughs> He's my backup. Why? He's my backup hooker. I've got Cheese as my main one. Oh, you gotta Dude, have Cheese. Cheese is fucking ripped. He went from fat dad to daddy yeah. in like <laughs> one off season. He did. I've also got Teddy as my fullback. You gotta have and Teddy. captain. How much did that cost you? That would have been like a lot. I've got I've got three players in my starting run online that I've never heard of before. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's expecting not big good. things, are we? Yeah, I've got I've got Jerome Hughes as my seven. 
So so do I. Um, I got big boot Burton at six. So do I. Oh, sorry, I got. Oh, I got Kalen. I don't. Kalen at fullback. I don't. <laughs> my backup. And I got Tommy T as my reserve. Why is he a reserve? Because he's still injured. Oh yeah, is he confirmed so, so or when he's coming back? It says round one two. But yes, to see if a bit more. So that's why Pong. Is, that's the only reason Pong is in the team. So what are you? What are you going to do? Get rid of Pong? I was absolutely get rid of Pong. <laughs> Give you a nice little post upgrade on the other players, maybe. Ex- well, no, because I could just get a decent fullback as well. A semi-decent fullback for Ponga money. I've got Jack Hedrickson as well. He's at the Knights. You know who would have been a great fullback if he was actually still playing? Minicello. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. He sucked in fantasy. <laughs> Dude, like, I, I don't understand how some of the best players you can have can sometimes just not perform in fantasy football. Like, on paper, you're like, yes, this is... This is a very good idea. And then it's just that that cusp underneath that's just making them not available to Wait, be did like Milford the quality pick. Sorry, did Milford get dropped? As far as I know, yeah, Milford. Shit, i got to take him out of my team. He's my 5'8". Oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's not talk fantasy. Let's talk footy. Let's actually, I mean, let's, let's talk cricket. Oh, shit. Yeah, we got the cricket to talk about. Righto, boys. Take it away. All right. Goodbye, Jack. It's been nice seeing you this episode. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, we'll start with... <laughs> <laughs> the last time you did that, you couldn't talk into the mic for five minutes. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's all right. We don't really need to hear you. We've heard enough of you, I think, this episode. So, we'll start with the test. Randy, what do you got for us? There's a lot of changes. Yep. So, Ashton Agar, Paddy Cummins, David Warner, all flying home. I thought... Oh, is a- Agar must be coming back later in the season, though, because he's, yes. he's confirmed he's go- to the He's ODI. going back. Later in the season, he's coming home to play the final shield matches. Oh, yeah, yep. David Warner's injured. Yep. Cummins is staying home due to the fact that his mother is in palliative but care. But he's also confirmed to still come back as I well. His mum's in palliative care. It's up it, in it's the It's a air. bit different. Like, I, I At this stage, sorry to derail this, and I, I don't want to make this funny because it's not. It's but not. I, when I was doing my nursing placement, I was in palliative care. And that's when I met Nathan Lyon because his grandmother was in palliative care. So I actually met Nathan Lyon and his brother one time because they came to visit their grand. It's my only cricket thing I got. That's my story for the week. What Thank were they you. Like? Lovely. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, like both fantastic. Yeah. yeah, both of them phenomenal dudes. Their grandmother was lovely too. She was still there when I left. So um yeah. <laughs> what else have we got for changes? Anything really Well, Smithy's gonna captain the next game, guaranteed. Sorry, they're discussing flying Bancroft over. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he's the highest run scorer in the Shield season this year. So what, are they going to bring him for both tests or just for the last They'll test? fly him over to replace Warner is the idea because Warner's done so for the he, season. he'd be opening with Head then? Yes. Yep. Kawaja. Kawaja, sorry, I'm thinking ODIs. Yes. So let's let's go to the IDI then because I've got a lot more on that and I can actually at least contribute to this conversation. Well, the other thing too is Stark is apparently going to be in the next test. Oh. Which will give us someone... Gives us options. I'm assuming we lost the second test, right? We did. <laughs> Spectacular. <laughs> it, was, it was not good. You know, we're not doing good when Batuta Advocate posts about it. Like, I mean... Well, Ian Healy's calling for fucking Cummins to hand back the captaincy. Yeah, but you know what? He's just a little bit too gung-ho with how he speaks because he's overly passionate about cricket, which I can understand. But sometimes, man, just take a breath before casting opinions. But, um, like... Warner just is a symbiote, a sim, um, symbolic representation of the Australian team at the moment. He managed to 
get a concussion and fracture his elbow. Nice. So, I mean, if that's not just representative of how we're floundering and causing injury with our morale, I just don't know what will. Steve Smith blew up at the end of when he got out last week. Yeah. He had a massive blow up apparently throwing his bat and shit because he knew he shouldn't have swept. And apparently that was a tipping point over there is Smith losing his absolute mind because he got out. Fuck, I guess That's that, what I've heard. So he's like one of the morale pillars. He's absolutely lost it. Because oh, when you think about it, in that massive collapse, how did most of them get out? They all tried to fucking reverse sweep or sweep. They all tried to sweep and got out. The pitch is just enabling the spinners to go straight over the top. Exactly. So maybe don't don't sweep anymore. Maybe that should be what McDonald's coaching into them. No more sweeping. Just hit the ball. <laughs> Let's see if we learn anything in the third test. I doubt it. Just block yeah. for four days and get a draw. Well, the, the series has already gone. India have retained the trophy. Yeah, it's just now us trying to maintain some sort of we need. To, we just need to get the draw, I think, to get the test final. But ODIs. Those are more okay. exciting. They're done in a day. So, like, some big new, big names come back. We've got Glenn Maxwell come back to the squad. Yeah, finally after Maxi. And we've got our, our favourite, Mitch Marsh, <laughs> coming back into representative cricket for the ODI once again. Can he not? I mean, as long as he doesn't come back to test, I'll be sitting pretty. But uh, if your name's Marsh, you shouldn't be playing for Australia. <laughs> He's <laughs> that bad. But Maxi... Sean wasn't good either. Maxi actually plays first shield game last week. How'd he go? I didn't watch it. Not great. Oh, and you know, this isn't looking good. Got, got a little bit of nerves. Just As a, a working it out. Oh, we got it. And a two. And uh, nearly broken hand. Sign off strong. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Who are we playing in these ODIs? India. India. We got Jai Richardson coming across. Yeah, good. I like him. Um, he, looks like, he looks like he sits out the front of Bankstown Mall ready to stab you. That's good <laughs> for cricket. It's a sport you well known for its aggression. Look- if you look at Joy Richardson, you don't. That does not scream a shay. You got to take a look at him. It's I'll have a look. I'll have I a don't, look. I have the meme for it because I got bored at cricket a few years ago. Keep talking, I'll find it. Uh, yeah, but Jack knows nothing about. I just talk, I can talk at you. Tell me about the cricket. Um. Yeah. So we're like, uh, we're looking all right for the ODI. You know, we've got a, a few more larger names coming in, especially the Warner going out. We've got Head and. Uh, I can't remember who's going to... I think it is Richardson that's going to be opening with head after one is ruled out. Um, obviously, we've got a little bit of changes coming through. We still don't know. As he's saying, his mum's, um, Pat Cummins' mum's going to be in palliative care. Yep. It might run into a situation where we need Smith once again to lead us the captaincy like he's doing in the test. But I think for the ODI, we might have a little more confidence in our abilities coming through. Because India, you know... Being used to that weather over there, it, it's something that it's just not relevant. We discussed this last week as well. It's it's really hard over there, for especially for players that might not be used to the heavier, hot conditions. But I think having in the ODI, you're going to want to expunge a little bit more energy closely, Um, that, that, sorry, at the start, and just giving a little bit more life into it, you might start going for those harder-hitting boundaries. So that it's might give us a good chance to do something. I mean, anything can happen. Sports, sport, but... <laughs> From what everyone no says, sports, 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 sport, anything can happen. But a genuine question is: We've been destroyed by India's spin in the first two Test matches, right? Mm-hmm. Have we bought a good contingent of spin bowlers to go against India? Is that something we've selected in our squad? Well, we've, we've got, got Agar, we've got Gaz. Um, 
Is Schwepson or Zampa going over for the ODI? Zampa's over. Zampa's over. Well, then they've got something there. So we have spin. So there's no reason they can't be effective. But the problem is it's not our bowling that we're currently worried about. Our batting form is in shambles at the moment. It, yes. it is. It's it's the batting that's the issue. So did we bowl well through the tests? Semi-okay. Semi-okay. I mean, of course, there's room to improve. There's significant room to improve, especially they should score over 400. And it wasn't looking great. Like, I, I get, you know, bloody Murphy still, I don't he managed to do it. So it's just, it's, it's batting, right? That's what and we really batting. need work on. We, we can't, we can't, we get out a lot. And I, I think we don't have the most reliable openers. Like, Kawaja, yes. But I think he needs to put a little bit more into well, opening stronger. Well, Warner has not been playing well for, what, 18 months? He's holding on by legacy at this point. In my yeah, opinion. exactly. Like, it's one of those things where it's like maybe it's time to move on from Warner. There's surely got to be someone out there. Like well, we said, Bancroft's going over there. Maybe Bancroft could do it. I think it's just one of those things where it's if, it's, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, this is broke, so fix it. So they think... I know, but to them it's not. But you're not winning, so how is it not broken? <laughs> you know, Andy, <laughs> I'm not them. This is questions we should be asking Cricket Australia Association. Oh, I'll just call George Bailey on the phone right now, see if he yep. can give me an answer. He's got him on speed dial, so I mean, it shouldn't be too hard to reach him. <laughs> so, slightly optimistic for the one days, but yep. we're Realistic not... for test, not good. Okay. Who's, what else is coming up for test for us? It wins the Ashes again. Uh, English summer, isn't it? I want to say. So, yeah, like... Is it this year? June, July. Yeah. Okay. So, we have time because they're... Like, that's the big... That's, big the, that's the one we need to win if we and we never win over there. Part of being an Australian captain is you need to win the Ashes in England and there hasn't been one since, I want to say, Steve Waugh or Ricky Ponting who have been actually able to do it. Because so, Michael didn't. Yep. Stevie hasn't. I think we got close... With pain, but we didn't. So I'm um, just, by the way, interjecting here. Sixteenth uh, to the twenty-first of June will be the first test. Right. Where's it at? That is a good question. Let me find is it out. Edge Baston. Um, I think so. I think I saw it for like one second before. I think it's in England. Uh, it oh. is at Edge Baston. Sweet. So yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> 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 no, Edge Baston's like a fortress for England. Right, okay, so cricket's not looking good. Australian basketball's not doing too well. There's qualifiers for the World Cup coming up Reese, soon, I think. They're advertising. I think we're playing like... Is that for FIBA? Yep. Okay. Yep. So I, I know that's the coming The FIFA up. one just happened. Yeah. No, no, the FIFA World Cup happened. That was a good World Cup too. I had fun. I didn't. I didn't enjoy where it was, but I don't want to get cancelled, so I'm not going to talk about it. No one did, man. It was shocking. But exciting end. Most exciting part was when Ronaldo got sacked while he was over there. <laughs> I I've tried many times to get into soccer. Each time I last a little bit longer, but I never last more than like three or four. See, I, when soccer is good, it can be really fantastic. True, but it's not often. That's the problem. I unfortunately don't watch enough of it to have a valid opinion. That's fine, bro. Don't worry about that. You're not missing out on much. The the best part about soccer is the fans. I think. Oh man, I've never seen fans go so crazy like they do for soccer. It just invokes some primal reaction. That it's great. It's it does, and it's not even like that much of a contact sport. Like I'd understand more if it was. <laughs> You've seen some of the penalties they milk. If anything, it's like anti 
contact. It is. It's crazy. Like, there's bigger hits in basketball. And basketball is strictly a non-contact sport. It's definitely get, a non-contact sport. But they get pasted all the time. Oh, mate, it's great. Do we have anything else to talk about, gentlemen? No, I'm out. You're out? Andy? Not that I can think of off the top of my head now that you put me on the spot. No, that's all good. Well, we should probably talk about the sports that are starting soon. NRL, of course. We're that's very excited week. for that. AFL is next week as well. Ugh. Motorsport is just about to come back across the board. So most motorsports will be back soon. Cricket never stops. It's summer somewhere. Yep. Basketball should be wrapping up soon. No. For Australia. Um. Oh. Yeah, we've got the, what, I next week? Ta- yeah, I was talking about the NBA. It's still ages oh, after no, that. The, M- the NBL is finishing up soon. I think, what, it's Kings versus Breakers? Probably. Um, ice hockey is moving into their playoffs soon. That'd My team's looking good. Colorado Avalanches. Hopefully go back to back. Chicago looks like shit. They're in... I saw on the graphic yesterday, they're in with a wild card shot at the playoffs. Chicago sports are just not good at the moment. No. Um, And that's about it for sports. I guess I should probably do my job probably this week. Please do. We'll come in strong next week. I definitely think after a solid weekend of footy, we'll have a lot to talk about next week. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. However, I was talking about my job as a host. Uh, Follow us on our social media pages. Josh, please follow us on social media, you dog. I follow you guys on social media. (laughs) What do you mean? Uh, we're at Bums on the Bench Everywhere. Yes. Follow our like, other show. Yep, Formula Bums if you like. I was getting to it. First of all, I'm a professional, even though I farted into the microphone earlier. <laughs> Formula Bums, we talk all about Formula One and also about other motorsports on occasion, but mainly Formula One. It's back. Andy and I are both super excited about it. We were yelling at each other last week a lot. It was great. That was a good episode. Um, And that's really it. Look at our website. It's fantastic. Andy did a great job designing it. Is our other page up for Bumps I on the Bench? keep forgetting to post it. <laughs> That's all good. That's all good. We, we got days. I mean, I don't think you've ever seen the website, have you? Yeah. Actually, you know what, Josh? Why don't you tell the people w- what our website is? Mm-hmm. Tell them where, what it is. Give them the URL. <laughs> Give them the link, son. <laughs> okay, is it uh, Bumps on the, Bums no, on the Bench? No. <laughs> no, no, I'm not paying for two websites. It is www.formulabums.com forward slash Bums on the Bench. Bums on the Bench. There you go. See, I knew it. Yeah, fantastic. You uh, were getting there. That yeah, was going to be your second guess. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I don't know why you didn't give me enough time to respond. Uh, Andy didn't. Andy, that's quite frankly rude of you. My I friend. refuse to pay for two websites. <laughs> I, I really think it should be bumsonthebench.com. It should be, but I'm not paying for two websites. We can change the domain eventually, but this is a conversation to have with the fans. This is a conversation for us. Thank you for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. Get ready for the NRL season. It's going to be fantastic, and we will see you next week. Hope everyone has a lovely weekend ahead. Enjoy the footy. Definitely.